0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to PBN Style. This is Andrea Patrick, your host, and you are in the place to be to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity while you build your brand. On today's episode, I have with me Mr. Mark Freeman, one of my favorite people, as you guys know. If you have not heard our earlier podcast, he talked about giving, and I did say he was one of the most giving people, one of the nicest people I know. I'm not going to go into that rant again, because I'm making red, and I'll be really inside. Welcome, welcome, Mark, to
1: the show. Oh, this is a real intro. Thank you.
0: Yes, it is. Okay, cool. I love that. back. I'm not going to say that again either. <laughs> All right, so I just want to dive right in. Mark is a podcast master. I met him at the Allen Fairview Chamber of Commerce, where he introduced Free Donation, his podcast platform, where he produces podcasts for tons of people, including Allen and Fairview.
1: That's right, the Allen Fairview Chamber.
0: Yes. The uh, Allen in Action podcast. Yes. Yes. And in that chamber meeting, they gave away, he and Eric, his co-host, gave away um, a podcast segment, a, a spotlight. A, a business spotlight. A
1: business spotlight. or In your case, a charity spotlight.
0: Yes. And I ended up being the winner of that amazing podcast. And that's kind of where our love affair began. I <laughs> sat in his office and did my podcast with him. And I was very impressed and I have to say he was very impressed with me as well, but <laughs> but uh, I did not want to have him on the show today because he is a podcast master, and he's going to tell you a little bit about how he got there, but I know that your main career before you started podcasting was as a radio personality.
1: Yes, Sports Talk Radio.
0: Yes, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that and how you got into podcast production.
1: How, how long do you have? Well, give me the short version. short version i was in radio for a long time and there's a longer story how i got into radio that you may or may not ask about but i was in radio for a long time got out of radio in 2016 and my thought was that i was just gonna take my radio show and make it a podcast for multiple reasons Um, first of all it's a lot more efficient than doing a four-hour radio show because the truth of the matter is. In Sports Talk Radio in Dallas, or in any city, but in Dallas specifically, even after a Cowboy game, which is a huge, huge event.
0: Mm -hmm. And here in Texas, it's a huge, 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 huge event.
1: So even after that huge event, there's only really about one hour of good content. And when you're doing a four-hour radio show, that means that you're repeating the same thing over and over and over. over and over again. Because if you're not talking, if you're not playing the hits, right, then you're losing listeners because no one can listen to a four-hour radio show all four hours. So when you're planning that show, you know, say let's say the Cowboys win the Super Bowl,
0: mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm.
1: well, you've talked about the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl for two hours and in the last 2 hours of the show you can't say well we've already talked about the Cowboys winning <laughs> the Super Bowl so we're going to talk about baseball because someone may just be tuning in to your show for right. the very first time
0: Right. so right. you have
1: to be playing the hits so it's and I'm not trashing radio at all but it's a it's a very very less efficient way to deliver content mm-hmm. than a podcast is because mm-hmm. a podcast you do the you play the hits for an hour and mm-hmm. people can listen to it whenever, whenever the they, want. they want that's right and then move on
0: to the next subject exactly okay so, tell me how your business works. Because you don't have, outside of Allen in Action, do you have your own...
1: Like, host my own? Mm-hmm. Um, no, you won't, you won't hear my voice on the majority of the podcasts that come out of my studio. You'll hear other people's voices. Yeah. And,
0: so, you're a producer of podcasts.
1: Yes. And, you know, and I'll... Well, you know, this. You, you have your own podcast. Recording a podcast is really easy. Right. The recording part is the easiest part, and you, anyone can learn that. And I'm really also very transparent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about this because anyone can do a podcast. Yes. You just want, have to want to take the time to learn to do it. Yes. You don't have to have a production company produce it. Correct. Um, but if you're running a business and you've got other things you have to do, then you probably should go ahead and hire someone else. To produce your podcast, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of equate it to, I know how to make ice. <laughs> I know the recipe for ice. Right,
0: right. But
1: whenever I walk into a Seven Eleven or any grocery store, there's a big ice chest out front. That's that, true. You know, you can buy a bag of already made ice. That's true. Okay, so you know, it's it's one of those things. Yeah, that's,
0: a, that's a good analogy. You're right.
1: And I'll be honest, what would my eyes to that was I was down in Austin when I first when I first started this. I had no plans of doing business. Mm -hmm. I was just going to take my radio show and make it a podcast. But then I had a six-month non-compete with the radio station.
0: Oh, that made it difficult to do that. Well, and
1: I didn't want to burn any bridges. They they wouldn't have done anything, to be honest with you. I don't Mm -hmm. think that they would have said a word. But I didn't want to burn any bridges. Professional courtesy. I left on good terms, and I wanted to get involved in the community. Mm -hmm. Because I lived in Allen for 14 years at the time and never had a chance because my radio schedule kept me from being able to get involved. So I went to my first chamber of commerce meeting, and I saw all these small business owners that, in my mind, and I think I ended up being right, um, they had a lot of money to have their websites designed, mm-hmm. but didn't have any content to so put, put on, put on website. Right. So I thought, okay, maybe for the next six months, I can help them put content, through podcasts, on their websites. So there was a um, WeWork building down yeah, in Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my younger my brother lived in Austin at the time, and he um, sent me an email that was this invitation... To a technology lunch and learn, and the lunch and learn at this WeWork down in Austin was going to be why your business needs a podcast.
0: Oh,
1: and so I thought, you know what, in there, and listen to the experts on why, and you know maybe right I could kind of learn try to, to convey
0: that message yeah. to the small businesses in Allen.
1: So I got there, and you know the podcast industry is not brand new, but it's it's in its infant stages right now mm-hmm. as far as right. I'm concerned. Right, right. And they had a panel of experts, but these experts were not really experts. <laughs> the, the first lady, um, the first expert they had on the panel. It was just a Q&A also. Mm-hmm. They didn't do any presentation, which was good, because I don't think they could. They, been been to. To. <laughs> and they were all very nice people, and they all had great intentions. The, the first lady was a lady in her mid-40s, and she said, My name's Joanne, and I'm going to launch my first podcast in two months. Oh, Lord. So uh, these people have not even done a podcast. No. But they definitely knew more than most of the people in the room. Um, But so people were asking questions, and they were given the best answers they could. And but some of the answers were incomplete. And finally, finally, someone asked a question, and all five of the experts had no clue what the answer was. And they were honest Mm -hmm. and said, "Well, you know, we'll have to look that up." Uh And I kind of raised my hand, and and you kind of, I'm kind of an introvert, and I wasn't. There to take over the meeting. Without right? That, yeah. I said, "Hey, my name Mark Friedman. Here's what I'm doing in Dallas. You guys are doing a great job answering these questions. Um, and by the way, the answer to that question is this. And uh-huh. I answer that question. So after the after the lunch, of mine, you. I had uh, at least a dozen people around me asking me other questions, which was fine. I mean, it wasn't. It was a good thing. But two of the people there, one was uh, he owned a SEO company.
0: Okay.
1: And the other was an immigrant from Pakistan who worked at Dell Computer. And they both knew each other um, in the Austin area. Right, the Austin right. community is kind of close. And they both said, hey, look, we, we have our own podcasts." The SEO guy had a podcast that his whole goal was to promote his company. Right. But the way he did it was he had a podcast that had nothing to do with his company. It's a great idea. He had a podcast called Go Hunt Life. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's still going. It's an active podcast. It's really good. Where he mm-hmm. interviews people who pull the ripcord on life. Hmm. Executives, CEOs, you know, mm-hmm. people who had six-figure-year jobs and decided, you know what, I'm miserable. I'm making a lot of money, but I'm wow. miserable. So I'm just going to quit this job, and I've always wanted to be a peanut farmer. Okay. Or I you know, and they and they take huge pay cuts, or they, you know, I want to be a digital nomad. So you know, I'm in Thailand now. I want to travel. So he, he interviews people who pull the record in life and just completely change their That's lives. That's pretty cool. And then the um, immigrant from Pakistan, he goes by Moby. Okay. And his, it, it, his podcast is all about the music scene down in Austin. He wants to be the authority on the music scene in Austin. He should and, have a ton of
0: content. Well,
1: he's got a, he's got a great personality. Um, and once again, like I said, he's an Im- immigrant. And they both said, look, we can record, but it takes the, the Go Hunt Life guy. Said it takes me about four and a half hours to edit a 30-minute podcast. That's broadcast. the thing, yeah. And editing is editing is where it's at. Yes. Like you said, anybody can record, but it's that editing. And um, I looked at both of them and I said, "You guys are both technical guys. You're both computer guys. You can learn to edit. You you can learn to edit. It's not that hard." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the the response specifically from the um, from the SEO guy was, "Look, how long have you been editing?" And I said, "You know, 20 years." And I knew where he was going. He said, "Yeah, it's easy for you." Yeah. I said, "Well, no, but you can learn." And he said, "I have a business to run. I mm-hmm. don't want to learn." Mm-hmm. Okay. And the immigrant was the same same way. Mobile was the same way. Like, I'm going to school. I'm working at Dell. I can't I, I can't time. take the time to learn this. And I was like, okay. And so I said, "Yeah, you guys can send them to me. I'll edit them and send them back to you. And Then you can do whatever you want." So that kind of opened my eyes to. And you hear it if you listen to podcast or read business books or success books that you know you take the time to do what you do best and let other people handle things that you don't do best
0: that's right I just said that when did I do that oh I just I had a video on that
1: um but no that's and it's it it absolutely is true and it's hard for people like me it's probably hard for you to actually take your own advice and let other people do things that you're not good at yeah
0: it's hard to give it away yeah hard to delegate Yes. Because you don't think it's going to be done the way you want it done. Well, it's not only
1: that. I, 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 th- it is it that. It's not only that. It's that it, I almost feel like, well, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. It's my business. I'm the one that's supposed to be <laughs> that's supposed to be doing this. I don't feel that. <laughs> okay. I'm like,
0: yeah, just take it. But my issue is, you know, some people, just, they want to be able to delegate the task, but they just financially can't do it. You know, it's like a catch-22. You need the content to build a business to increase the sales, but you need the sales to delegate, to grow the business, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. So, I mean, it's a catch-22. So, all right, now, this is serious. Okay. okay. So, as you know, on my podcast, PD in Style, I'm single. Which I do listen to, by the way. You do. As a matter of fact, he tried to give me money last night, guys, because <laughs> I wanted, I was like, I need your time to do this podcast, and he was trying to limit me to 30 minutes. And I was like, excuse me? And he goes, I'm going to look, I subscribe to your podcast. I'm going to look and see how many of them are 30 minutes. And I'm going to give you 50 cents for, was it the ones that were 30 minutes? I
1: said I was going to give you 50 cents for every podcast you did that was over 30 minutes. Because all I was doing was just trying to plan out the rest of my day after your podcast, after doing this. Yeah,
0: but you were limiting me
1: to 30 minutes. I wasn't limiting you to 30 minutes. I was trying to give you the the full length of 30 minutes because I didn't. I didn't think that because your podcast is so good. Listen to him. That whenever I listen, I think that was only like fifteen uh-huh. minutes. Uh huh. So I told you, I, I told you that you don't have any podcasts <laughs> that are longer than thirty minutes, and you said yes, I do. Uh-huh. And I said no, I don't think so. And I, and since I subscribe to your podcast, <laughs> I said I will go right now and for every podcast that you've done that's <laughs> over, over thirty minutes, minutes, I'll give you fifty cents. And like the first six I found were <laughs> over thirty minutes.
0: I owe you two (laughs) dollars and fifty cents like no, just be there and let me have my conversation with you. But anyway, as you know, I am single handedly spreading a message of authentic marketing through personal branding and personal style. So let's pretend for a minute we're gonna call you Professor Podcaster. Okay. And from your experience, what are the steps one should take to start to produce? No, to start produce, and maintain their own podcast if they want to?
1: Um, first of all, don't bite off more than you can chew. You um, well, we need,
0: need to unfold that one a little
1: bit. Well, though. a lot of people that come into my office that say they want to do like a weekly podcast, mm-hmm. my first response to them, and this is kind of how I've evolved over mm-hmm. the business, because in the beginning, I'm like, yeah, great, come on, it's easy, because you know? right. it is easy. But if you don't have the content to do a weekly podcast, don't try and do a weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's number one. Number two is don't expect, and, and it's just setting expectations for me. The first, first step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't expect that you're going to do a podcast and have immediately have thousands of listeners, right. or even hundreds of listeners. That's true. And and get those expectations in check, and understand, and get your get your frame of mind right because. And you might be able to use this if you don't already use this. I tell people even if you get 25 listeners, mm-hmm. think about that. You got 25 people listening to your every word. Right. And if you're if you're a business owner and you want to promote your business, you know, now 25 downloads doesn't seem like it's a huge podcast. Right. But if I told you that you could go. Run a banquet room at a hotel and talk to 25 people every right. week about your business, Right. you're probably going to be in. Right, yeah,
0: that's you know? true. Good and and so it's
1: just, a, it's just a different way to look at it. Um, understand your limitations, which you're going to need to learn, like we are just talking about. Understand, okay, I'm going to record this thing, and I can record it into my iPhone if I want. Right. But is that what I want my listeners to hear?
0: Right.
1: You know, I'm, I'm representing myself when they listen you know, so I, I probably want to invest in some decent equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's not a huge investment. No,
0: or, I called I called you over Christmas and got uh, some some good equipment, right?
1: Well, and that's what I'm saying, too, is that you don't need to have the a, mixer a, and yeah, all that. And you don't have to have it professionally produced in a studio right. or anything like that. Um, and then the other thing and the best piece of advice, and any podcaster will tell you this, I listen to a whole lot of, um, because it, I'm new into the podcast industry. As a matter of fact, coming from the radio side, I always looked at podcasters like the, you know, those are the guys who can get jobs yeah. in radio. <laughs> you know, and I was very cocky about that. And at one point it was like that. Uh-huh. But it's not like that anymore. Yeah. It's not like that anymore at all.
0: Well, it's kind of like social media is to the advertiser who spends time going to college to learn how to develop strategies mm-hmm. and to, you know, lay out storyboards and all that and get paid tons of money to. To do Super Bowl ads, mm-hmm. to the social media, to them, is probably like podcasting is to you as a radio personality. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going with that
0: though. Well, you're telling me what the steps should take to start yes. to maintain a podcast.
1: And you don't need to go out and buy a ton of expensive equipment. As a matter of fact, if if you care if you care that much about the quality of the sound, mm-hmm. which I'm telling you don't don't let perfection get in the way. Of, right. Of being good, mm-hmm. um, but if you do care about that, and there's some, you know, value in caring about that. If you care about that, and you have the money to spend on that type of equipment, I would think about maybe calling me or calling someone else who does, mm-hmm, who does this it. for a living. Mm-hmm. That way, you don't have to buy the equipment immediately. And if you care about the quality of sound that much, right? You know, you can you can get in the barrier to entry is is really relatively small. And I'll say this too. I fully believe that. A podcast is not—it's um, not a replacement for your other marketing. No. But it's going to be the most efficient marketing and the most controllable marketing that you have for your business.
0: And don't you think too that it's um, for those who don't like to see themselves on camera and that's an issue, don't want to do video. It's still a good way to get the passion for what they do out, so people can kind of see. I think
1: it's the best way. I think yeah. I think it's better than video for that. And I, and once again, it's not a replacement for video either. No. Um. My thought is, and you can correct me if you think I'm wrong, because everyone has their opinion on this, and and you absolutely are um, more versed in this than I am. But I
0: don't know. But, but I
1: know, know my focus group of one, which is me. <laughs> yes. Is even a, on Facebook or YouTube. If I'm watching a video that I like, uh-huh, uh-huh. my attention span is about
0: the size of a net. Yeah, about like a minute. five minutes. <laughs> five
1: minutes. Um, and I and I'll sit there and I'll 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 get caught in the in the wormhole of. Um, Watching Facebook videos. Right, right. But I don't, you know, I can watch them for like half an hour, but I'm watching probably about 45 videos in half an yeah. hour. I'm not watching one video for 45 minutes.
0: Yeah.
1: Whereas a podcast, the way people listen to it, since since you don't have to be glued to a monitor a street, to watch it, yeah. you can while you're cleaning your house, work people out, listen while you're working out. To work. Exactly. So the way I look at video is it's a much shorter, um,
0: Content. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I
1: use the video as a tool to promote the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I had um, the Presbyterian Women's Ministry in yesterday. Oh. They do a podcast with me. See? Look that. Hallelujah! And so they finished recording mm-hmm. their 30-minute podcast. And then they did a one-minute Facebook Live video um, in the studio talking about, hey, we just finished the podcast. We just uh-huh. finished recording this episode. We talked about fear and not letting fear get in the way. Um, we're going to launch the episode. We're going to drop the episode tomorrow. So, uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed and just use it like that—a a quick minute video to right. promote the podcast. So people see the video on Facebook, and then when they're working out or you know have the time to listen to the podcast, they can hear the podcast. And as far as getting your personality across, and you know, I love when business owners or leaders, managers, come in and talk about their product or their mm-hmm. service, mm-hmm. and you can hear how excited they are. Yeah, they
0: right. are, yeah. Yeah. That's why I started it. That's why I started doing video, and I started doing the podcast because the the genre, if you will, of marketing that I that I focus on is so abstract that trying to just write it in a blog post and convey the message I was trying to convey just wasn't working. So when I put myself on camera and I am like just being myself on the podcast, I think it comes across a little bit better. People get it a little bit more.
1: They do, and it, and it's also a way you can communicate with your clients twenty four hours a day that's true. on their schedule.
0: That's true. I
1: mean, how hard is it? You know, when you're meeting with a new client or a prospective customer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, one of the hardest parts, at least for me, is getting our schedules together where we can meet face to face. Yeah. Well, with a podcast or a video, you're you can meet on their time, yeah, basically. That's right. And they have an idea of who you are and how
0: that's true and what you do. You're absolutely right. Alright, so okay, before we leave from this, so you're the professor, Mr. Professor Podcaster. Okay. Now, for the person who does not know how to get started in this, can you give me a handful of tips to like maybe walk them through the process of starting their own podcast so that we make sure we get that in? Because I want people to listen to this podcast and say, Oh, okay, I can do this or okay, these are the steps that I need to take.
1: Okay. I'm talking like equipment and all that.
0: That just from start to finish. Like I want to start a podcast. I don't have one right now.
1: Okay. Step one is to go. Identify your content. Identify your audience, your target audience. Okay. And once you do that, once you got the content and you know you're going to have it and you know who you want to be talking to, then the equipment is mm-hmm. to, the equipment can be as, as simple as your iPhone. Okay. Or your smartphone. Okay. Any any digital recording device that okay. can record an MP3. At the end of the day, it's it, it, it's about it's, the content. It's content. Mm, that's true. But People aren't going to get your content if, the if they're distracted if they're by spent. the
0: oven. Yeah. yeah, All right, so we've got the equipment.
1: So the the equipment can be as simple as an iPhone. I always suggest getting a hundred dollar microphone. Okay. Um, whether it's a, a you a can Blue get it cheaper than that. Yes, you can. You
0: can go to the music store and get one.
1: And I'm assuming most people already have a laptop, which is a weird assumption to make,
0: yeah. or
1: or a PC. But you're going to need yeah, a, a PC or a laptop. Some
0: sort of software. It doesn't
1: have to be, you know, a huge machine that, you know, you're not conquering the world. With. Right, You're not right. producing Star Wars. <laughs> you're just doing some audio. Um, no special
0: effects machine.
1: <laughs> but and you're gonna have to have a digital audio interface if you get if you get a microphone. That's why like the hundred dollar microphones you can plug directly into your computer
0: right
1: um, if you get a, a less expensive microphone most of them you are gonna have to plug into what's called a digital audio interface
0: okay
1: um, which will then plug into your computer so you're gonna end up spending an extra ninety nine dollars way. anyway so. yeah um, and then you also have to decide whether you're gonna have guests or All if right. it's just gonna be you the equipment is much 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 more simpler if it's just gonna be you and maybe one guest right when you start having more than two microphones and when you start trying to do phone interviews and stuff like yeah. that, it can get pretty pricey tricky. if you, especially yeah. if you want to control the quality. Yeah. But just the basic setup, laptop, microphone, and a way to get the microphone plugged into your computer. Yeah. So quite frankly. Or
0: the iPhone and you convert it you have it as an MP three when you download it. Yeah. But then after we download it and we've done the interview or we created the podcast, then you know what happened?
1: Well then you have to have editing software. Okay. And editing software you can get for free if you want. Audacity. is free. Um, and it's, it does everything you need it, it to does. do. It
0: does.
1: Um, it can be a little cumbersome for people who um, have experience editing. It can, be little, it can be way cumbersome for people who have zero experience. But yeah. you can teach it. Yeah. You can teach yourself that. Um, and then they all, also what I use and professionals use is like Adobe Audition or some of the higher-end products, which there's a subscription fee. Yes. For the software, you can't just buy the software anymore and put it mm-hmm, on your computer. Right. And <laughs> the the bundle I'm using is fifty four dollars a month mm. to get it. So it can be pretty that that can be pretty pricey.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: But then you you edit it, you save the MP3, and, and then, then what? And then you have to have a server.
0: Somewhere to you host have to, it. Somewhere
1: somewhere has to host it. Now I use a company called Libsyn. Okay. And Libsyn has packages depending on how much data that you upload. Um, and what kind of stats you want, what kind of stats package you want mm-hmm. um, for as little as $5 a month. And if you're only doing one a week or one every two weeks, mm-hmm. that's probably enough. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing it every day, you're going to need to get a bigger package.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then if you want to see your stats, it's a $7. The basic is $7 a month. So Gosh. that's not really that bad. No, that's, it's not bad. I mean, and, and for that, you also get an archive um, with your web page. And, you know, you can always go up or down. From okay. there, it's, it's very flexible. Yeah. Um,
0: so, basic, basic, you could be all in for a $100 microphone. You already have your laptop, free Audacity to edit and to host. We're talking maybe less than 20 bucks a month. Less than 20
1: bucks a month, yeah.
0: So, you could be all in for very little. I'd, I'd
1: say it, I'd, very easily you could be all in for less than 300 if you already have a laptop, if mm-hmm. you already have the computer.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, very, very, very easily.
0: Thank you, Professor Podcaster. We appreciate it. No,
1: let me. Uh-oh. It gets complicated from there, though. Trying to get it listed on iTunes. Um, trying yeah. to get the directory listings. Um, that's something that can be very frustrating. Yeah. And something that, you know, you could write a book on.
0: Yeah. But I'll say I had a podcaster. I tried one years ago before I had this one. And I hosted on Spreaker. Uh-huh. And I would record them and upload them, and I would just share that file, right? It wasn't on iTunes or anything like that. Okay. Because
1: you don't need to be listed on iTunes to have a podcast.
0: No, but I'm saying, that's that was my point, that I did it on Freaker, mm-hmm. and I just pulled the link from Freaker, and I the shared RSS that. To iTunes, but, and yeah. it to iTunes. For no, I just pulled that feed. There's a link that you can grab from Freaker, uh-huh. and that's what I shared, and people could click on that and play it all right so the next question so what are some of the pitfalls we should watch out for when hosting and as a guest because there are two separate things
1: when hosting the biggest pitfall if you're doing interviews is not listening to the answer when you ask a question Mm -hmm. and a lot of um, a lot of professional radio people make this mistake is you're going to have a guest on and you prepare as well as you can. You have your 20 questions that you're going to ask the gets listed out. Right. So you ask the first question, and instead of listening to the answer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're reading the second question in your head because you want to move on to the next question. because You've got everything in order, and you've got everything mapped out. Right. Well, an example I'll use is, you know, in Sports Talk Radio, if you're interviewing quarterback of the Cowboys, and your first five questions are about the game yesterday, but in the first question, the first answer he gives you, he also comes out of the closet and announces he's gay, and you're not listening. Right. <laughs> and you just move on to the.
0: Yeah, that would be a problem. I mean, that's
1: an extreme example, but but a lot But it of,
0: can happen because oh, yeah. I think people are so, like you said, so into the questions and that they have prepared for the questions and they want to get certain answers out of the person. It happens all the time. And, and they're it not listening. It doesn't
1: happen to that extreme. Mm-hmm. But it happens all the time where if you're listening to the answer, you may be able to take that interview in a fully different direction yes. that is a lot more, more entertaining, entertaining and more informative.
0: And I was looking up on the same page. Uh, yes.
1: But um But that's, that's the biggest mistake any talk show host, that's true. any interviewer I think can make is just not listening to the answers. Um, it's good to prepare. You should be prepared. Right. But also be prepared to adjust. Yes. And you can adjust when you listen to the answers of the questions.
0: Which is why I allot for at least an hour for my podcast. <laughs> so that I can have a conversation with my guest and not be so concerned about the question.
1: Okay, well, I'm not going to come out of the closet or anything. No, concerned. don't. Like Please don't. No. I can't. I can't. My soul. It's so my daughter's <laughs> face. That's the biggest mistake I think posts make an interview. What about,
0: what about guests?
1: Okay, this is going to be kind of a two-sided answer because... They need to be. They need to know who's interviewing them. Uh-huh. They need to know who the audience is,
0: uh-huh. and
1: what what be prepared. Know what, what the the podcast is about or the show's about. Yeah, they need to do a little research. Because if you walk in and you don't realize that the guys that are hosting the show that you're going to be guest on, well, they're a bunch of jokers, and they like to have fun and joke around. Uh-huh. And if you think it's going to be a very serious interview, uh-huh. well, you're going to be shocked.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And, and you're going to come
0: across a little. You're going, come,
1: you're going to come across tight. And, and you also have to know that they are going, here's the greatest example um, in sports. Um, I work with a guy named Ed Werder. Uh-huh. Ed's a serious journalist. Uh-huh. Ed um, is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame for his journalism skills. I'm uh-huh. um, older guy. Oh, I should if he's listening, you're not that old, Ed. You're <laughs> older, he? Um, But he is a very serious journalist. And one of the most popular sports podcasts is called Barstool Sports. And those guys are, you know, I don't know for sure, but they're like 20-somethings that have fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're very entertaining, and they're very, very extremely funny, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, Mm -hmm, mm self-deprecating, and they just have fun. Well, Ed did a podcast with them, won on their show. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And Ed is is very serious, and Ed's the type that, like on Twitter, he's got, you know, 150,000 Twitter followers. He engages them all, and he's got a rule that if you curse, I'm done. You know? Oh, wow. So I'll, he'll he'll engage you if you send him a question, he'll answer. If you if, if you disagree with one of his tweets, he'll debate with you back and forth. But uh-huh. the, the minute you drop a curse word, he's out, and he makes it clear. So that's the kind of type of guy he is, which uh-huh. is you know, good quality. Uh-huh. He's a great guy. If he'd gone on to that Barstool Sports not knowing who those guys were, he would have been completely blindsided by some of the questions they asked. Oh, wow. Because, like, one of the things they – they asked him, he worked at ESPN TV, and you may not know these names, but I think you'll get the um, the gist of the interview,
0: uh-huh.
1: is he just left ESPN, and they asked him, okay, hey, we do a segment called I Take That Back. So I want you to say something really, 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 really bad about one of your coworkers at ESPN, and then just say, I take it back, and everything <laughs> will be okay. And so he was prepared, and he's like, I'm not going to do that. Uh-huh. You know? So then they said, well, who are you going to miss the most at ESPN? A sensitive question, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, ESPN has two top NFL beat reporters. One guy's name is Adam Schefter, and the other one is um, Chris Mortensen. Okay. Okay, and they both basically do the same job. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, and they're both great guys. So, when, and so they're both great guys, you wouldn't say anything bad about either one. Yeah. And Ed definitely wouldn't say anything bad about, about either one of them. But they said, who are you going to miss the most at ESPN? And so Ed said, you know, it's easy. I'm going to miss Chris the most. Uh huh. And they're like, why do you hate Adam so much? You know <laughs> what's wrong with Adam? I can't have shots fired at Adam. So you just kind of have to know where you know where your battlefield is and what you're walking into.
0: Yeah, that probably would have taken him off guard if he hadn't done his yeah, homework.
1: exactly. So do your homework. <laughs> yeah. Do
0: your homework, people. All right, So a couple more questions. How valuable do you think podcasting is for growing a business? We talked about that a little bit, and that it's probably better than video, and definitely better than like blog posts and stuff. Just because you don't have to look at a screen, you can just listen to it and
1: do i think it's and i think the value it's one of the biggest values that you can get i'm not going to say it's the most valuable thing right but for the money that it costs the investment that takes, yeah, yeah, even yeah. if you're getting it professionally produced yeah um you're not going to get a better value
0: yeah
1: at all you may get i mean if you're advertising on tv during the super bowl you're going to get a lot more exposure yet yeah. but i'm going to tell you this i think the podcast is probably better value for most of the people
0: mm-hmm. for mm-hmm.
1: for especially small I businesses agree. Because you can control the content yourself and the expenses, it's just very But important. that's
0: the key, though. I think content is the key. Like, it's important and it's very, very valuable as long as the content is something that people want to hear. Yes.
1: And you know what? If you're a business owner, I think there's something that is attractive to consumers that the, the owner of the business is talking about his business or yeah, her Yeah, it's
0: personable. And, and they
1: care so much about it that they're taking the time to do the podcast to talk to you. And that's another thing that I think a lot of hosts and I do this, and I, I mean I always correct myself when I make this mistake. Is when you're hosting a podcast, talk to one individual. Um, it's not you're not talking. You know, there's a better way to put this, but don't say, "Hey, all of you out there that are listening uh-huh, to me." Right,
0: right, don't say right. all of you
1: out there. Yeah. Say, "Hey, I know you're listening right now." Make an individual that like you're just talking to one person. I like that. So the listener has this feeling, even though the listener knows mm-hmm. it there's more than one person listening. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: They feel like you're talking to them specifically, individually.
1: So, hey, I know. That's a great tip. saying, I know all of you are driving around and listening to this right now, say, hey, I know that you're probably in your car right now, stuck in traffic, listening to me, and hopefully I can brighten your day a little bit. You know, like a... Just be personable.
0: That's my soundbite for now. I'm just going to take
1: that yeah, little I snippet. To, I need to email that to me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to I email, I put it on mine.
1: I'm, I'm just gonna give your your voice
0: is going to be, that's going to be my little thing.
1: Okay. That's I right. want your. Oh. Oh.
0: Okay, I'll give you. We'll okay. swap. Okay, so last question. This is a very important question.
1: We've been in here for over 30 minutes.
0: So that's another 50 cents. Oh, 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. Very important. Think about it. Okay, ready? I'm nervous. What are your favorite podcasts?
1: Go. Okay. I've, got, I've got one that I really want to spend some time on because I think this is genius and this is what you can do with podcasts. Okay. Okay, it's called Sleep With Me.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: and this is a genius podcast as far as I'm concerned. There's a lot of people out there that are like me
0: uh-huh.
1: that if I'm trying to go to sleep in a dark room with no sounds, I will stay awake all night yeah. long because I will stay there. You'll in my hear own every thoughts.
0: noise, and in your head, you're thinking about what you need to be doing. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: So I need to be distracted to go to sleep. And there's a lot of people like, like me. There's a lot of people that have, like, noise machines and waves yeah, and all that, sure. and, or thunderstorm sound effects, and stuff like that. Well, this guy does a podcast called Sleep With Me. And all it is and the concept is this is a podcast that's going to put you to sleep. And it is a guy that I don't, I've never met the guy. I've never seen the guy. I'm picturing the guy that's probably, and and this is not to be offensive. I'm picturing a dude that's like maybe in his mid fifties that is probably about 50 pounds overweight and bald. And that's my my picture of this dude. Okay. But his goal, and he tells you every podcast starts off with him saying, my goal is to put you to sleep. (laughs) we're going to do here is I'm just going to talk to you. And I'm going to tell you about my day. Uh uh-uh. And my goal is at the end of the hour that you don't make it through the whole entire podcast. And at some point you fall asleep while I'm talking to you. And we're about to get started right now. And but he's got he,
0: this kind of calm, soothing and voice.
1: And he says, but first let me thank my sponsors. And this is why it's genius. <laughs> because it is sponsored by like Casper Mattresses. <laughs> it's sponsored by a, a company that makes a blindfold. It's sponsored by, because I mean, it's such a niche.
0: Everything
1: that will put you to sleep. Yes. Like. Yeah, so I mean, he's probably making money hand over fist, because even if he has a th- only a thousand listeners, it's a thousand listeners who are looking for a way to go, go to sleep. Go to sleep, right. So, so off. Yeah, so if you're a mattress company, you're an idiot if you're not advertising this <laughs> podcast. But So he goes to his sponsors, and then the podcast is like this. Well, today I went shopping at the grocery store. <laughs> You know, I was in the produce section, and I couldn't figure out, you know, the honeydew melons. <laughs> How do you tell when they're ripe or not? Man? And and so it's just, he's, he's, he's he just, just rambles. Rambling. He just rambles. And it is the most genius thing in the face of the earth. Oh, it my gosh. Awesome. Now, do you listen to it to go to sleep? Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and Andre, not only that, I bought one of his products <laughs> because he has... He has a product that, okay, and think about this, okay, so the people listening to him oh, okay. or people in bed trying to go to sleep, right? Yeah. Well, what's one of the barriers to being able to listen to a podcast where you try and go to sleep? Those earbuds are not comfortable. Right. Okay, and when you turn your head onto a pillow, that That's earbud true. digs into your ear. That's true. So he has a product that, that he advertises on Mm-mm. his podcast that is like a headband Mm-mm. that has two little earbuds in it. So when you lean on it, it's almost like leaning on a pillow. Hello. So they don't yeah. dig into your ear. So... I bought, bought that. that. <laughs> wait, wait. So every night when I go to bed, I put the headband on, and you can also pull it over your eyes, so, so it's like, like a blindfold. And like <laughs> and I give I give Sherry, my wife, all the credit in the world for this <gasps> because she calls me Mac when I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like so like tennis? Bed. <laughs> Play <laughs> tennis, yes. So that's a, I think mean, that's I think that's a, think that's a <gasps> genius, creative podcast. Um, and then there's funny. a whole bunch of like TED Talks. I love TED Talks. Um, how thing, how stuff works. Mm-hmm. Um, Freakonomics has a podcast that I think is just really, really um, good, mm-hmm. and um, that one to me is entertaining and informative, mm. which is that's a real hard thing to do to be entertaining and informative at the same yeah, time.
0: Yeah, I think I'm stuck on the sleep one. Yeah. sleep with me.
1: Sleep with me is awesome.
0: All right, honey, this is Joseph. If you're listening, which I know you should be because you're my husband, um, we're going to invest in that for your birthday this year. Okay, hey, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> thank you, Mark, for being on PB and Style. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. You're a rock star. All right, guys, that does it for us. If you have been considering podcasting, I think Mark has given us some great tips to do that, as well as share with you some of the pitfalls that can happen if you are either hosting. Oh, did you tell us about? Oh, you did. So whether you're hosting or you're a guest on the show, he did give us some tips on that. Um, And he's given us a rundown on what he does and some of his favorite podcasts. All of his information will be listed down below. So if you would like someone to help you produce your podcast, and you'd rather it be Mark than me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say that. Are you you sure you want to do this?
0: I will definitely link his information below. There's enough business for everybody. All right, guys. Have a great day. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AFPatrickConsult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AFPatrick, and Instagram at AFPatrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.